1: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Since 1983, Eddie Trunk has been the voice for fans of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal.
2: Everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Eddie Trunk Podcast, which is new every Thursday via podcastone.com. And of course, Apple Podcasts. Be sure to download and subscribe and stream and favorite and all the things you do with the podcast. Thank you for listening wherever, whenever, and however you do it. Coming to you for another week. And uh, at the time you're hearing this, I'm on board the first ever Mega Cruise, which unfortunately is not featuring mega Death due to Dave Mustaine's health but I'll give you a full report on everything that went down on it when I am back from the cruise. If you're a regular listener of my Sirius XM show on volume on one Oh six daily, two to 4 PM Eastern time live replay every night, 10 to midnight Eastern. I'll also get you updated there and I'll be doing some broadcast from the ship at the time you're hearing this though, probably getting ready to do the last broadcast from the ship as the cruise comes into port tomorrow. And then I'll be going over to Tulsa where I'll be hosting a show with Last in Line at the IDL Ballroom. And then from there, it goes and goes and goes. Follow on Twitter, at Eddie Trunk, for info and updates. EddieTrunk.com, all my appearances on the homepage for up to the second news and info as I'm getting ready to uh, close out a really crazy stretch of travel and stuff going on. And more coming up, including 80s in the Sand is coming in Punta Cana, followed by... A great event in Los Angeles on November 7th for the DO Cancer Fund, our latest bowling event for charity. And then, of course, the Big Foam Hen Show on Sunday in Houston, Texas at the Carbach Brewery. So, that's some of the stuff in the immediate future. Like I said, follow on social media and check the homepage of eddytrunk.com for info and updates. And as usual, all of the interviews you hear on my podcast every week are courtesy of my Serious XM show, Trunk Nation daily on volume before we get to the interview this week. And it's a good one and it's an interesting one and it's a lengthy one. I do want to tell you about Pluto TV because Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service where you can watch over a hundred TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch for free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. So what are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. So, I made a trip to Los Angeles fairly last minute, fairly unexpectedly, about a week ago, about a week and a half ago, which uh, just had come from there and turned around and went right back for some stuff at the new Sirius XM studio. And one of the shows that I did there and we were able to pull together sort of real last minute was a show with Steven Piercy of RAT and Dave Navarro of Jane's Addiction together. Now, unfortunately, this kind of stuff doesn't happen all that much. Most of the time when artists do interviews, as well as you may even know them like I do when it comes to these guys, they still want to do stuff or under the advice of their handlers, they want to do stuff that times out that they've got a release or something to promote. And honestly, oops, sorry, I'm just dropping stuff here. Honestly, that that's pretty maddening because... So many of these guys are just great rock fans. It's just so, fun, so much fun to just have them kick it and hang out and talk and tell stories. You don't always need to have that thing to have to sell and that pressure to sell. It's fun to just hang. And when you get the opportunity to do that, it's always a lot of fun. And that's exactly what you're about to hear was. Uh, Piercy and Navarro knew each other. I don't think extremely well. And what happened was I tweeted out that Steven and Dave were both going to be on the show. And then they started tweeting at each other that they'd like to do a song together. And we had some fun. And at the end of the interview, they played an acoustic take of lack of communication. Unfortunately, due to the rules of podcasting and publishing, we will not be able to air that portion for you, but that's all the more reason why you should be a XM subscriber if you're not already in the U.S. and Canada and listen to Trunk Nation every day live or on the replay or on the app because you will get the complete interviews each and every day and obviously musical performances when we have them. So this was a lot of fun. This happened completely organically. The idea of them just hanging out in the studio, telling some stories, uh dave navarro steven Piercy, together really was a blast and you'll get to hear that conversation on this week's eddie trunk podcast so let's get to it because it's a fun one and uh not a lot to tell you here at the top but want to get you to this interview because i think you're going to enjoy it coming up next
1: the eddie trunk podcast
2: Hey, as always, I want to give a big thank you for listening to the Eddie Trunk Podcast. And look, I know you're being bombarded by people who are always asking for you to give surveys or customer feedback and all that. Be honest with you, I find it very annoying myself, but I'm asking you now. It's me asking you. I don't ask you very often. Here's the deal. We'd like to ask a small, important favor of you. It'll only take you a few minutes. And if you're one of the first people to do it, Podcast One will make it worth your time literally we need you to complete a very short survey because the information you give us can help make things better for the show and you as a listener. All you need to do is go to podcastone.com survey, and everything will be right there for you. That's podcastone.com survey. The first 250 people who complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to amazon.com. And two grand prize winners, you're going to be selected at random to get a $100 Amazon gift card. How about that? Free money. Can't beat that. Our shows are supported by advertisers. That's why they're free. So filling out this uh, form and this survey will really help us cater to the needs of you, the listener, and direct products to you that you would be much more interested in. So please go to podcastone.com survey, answer those questions, potentially make some money along the way. And thanks for being a dedicated listener to the Eddie Trunk podcast. This is the Eddie Trunk podcast. All right. As I mentioned, this happened about two weeks ago at the new series XM studios in Los Angeles. Dave Navarro of Jane's addiction. Dave currently has the TV show ink master, which he hosts also talks in the interview about thinking about doing a solo record Steven Piercy with a new lineup of rat that he's out there working. We talk a little bit about that, but really just a fun hang of uh, Dave, who's clearly a rat fan, and Steven having some fun with Dave. And it all went down on my show, Trunk Nation, on volume in our L.A. studios about a week, a week and a half ago. So enjoy on the Eddie Trunk Podcast. In corner number one, ladies and gentlemen. Thrilled that there's cameras in here that he didn't know about. Man, this was
3: not this was not in the agreement. (laughs) This three camera shoot. Stephen can attest to
2: that. Dave Navarro is here. Good to see you, my man. Yes, and to my right is. Our good friend that was just on with us from the Rainbow not too long ago, mm-hmm. Mr. Stephen Piercy of Rat. Hello. Thank you for coming in relatively early here by LA standards.
0: <laughs> no, man. With I'm
2: actually traffic.
3: up at like 4 a.m. every day. Really? Same here. Yeah. But Same you've been here.
2: spending a lot of time on the East Coast.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I, I I wake up at four and I just I find that to be the most peaceful time. There's no phones. There's no there's nothing going on. I can chill. I can smoke. Go outside. Coffee. I can make a painting. (laughs) Go outside. Water the
0: lawn. (laughs) I can
3: see what it looks like outside before the sun really starts being aggressive.
2: You wake up. You're up early too. Oh yeah.
3: Really? Yeah. We
0: don't sleep. Oh well, okay. yeah. I noticed. had about two hours, if lucky, last night. Yeah.
2: yeah well, me too, but for reasons unrelated to <laughs> they were doing work around my hotel and outside. Isn't of that the amazing? Oh my how god!
3: How many? Hey, Steven, how many times have you been in hotels and the fire alarm has gone off? Oh man! And you have to leave, and then finally you just don't leave anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Many. 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 many I mean, after years years of touring, they chase the, the hotel out. These out, things happen crazy. like consistently to people who stay in different hotels every night. <laughs> And we have a, we we have a books between us mm-hmm. of just only hotel room incidents. Really? Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> what what's the what's the strangest one?
0: Snot on the uh, oh God. the lamp. Snot. Side. Snot on the lampshades, you know, and well, the funky strangest stuff. one. <laughs> the strangest
3: one had to be whoever took my room after I left. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: well, you guys just played this past weekend in Oklahoma.
0: Oklahoma, Grand Casino.
2: Yes, and I was there what? a week before. I texted you because oh, yeah. I was there a week prior because I did something with Deep Purple at a at a different place there, but in that town. And I'm in my room, and it's a very nice place, so I'm not disparaging the venue or the, the rooms, but I will say I lay oh, down yeah, yeah. in the bed, and I'm looking up by the vent and I see like what I thought was a cloud of maybe dirt or something that had formed on the ceiling, mm. and on closer inspection, it was black mold. Oh, and that's not good. You yeah, don't want to be breathing that good. stuff. You in. gave me the no, you no, gave me no. the warning. I gave warning. you the heads up. I yeah. said, "Hey, it's a really nice place, but my room had black mold in it." But it's a it's slightly metal though, right? Isn't it okay? <laughs> yeah, All right. Black mold could be the
0: name of the band. Black. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. That's yeah. A, you don't know.
0: That's a new. New band.
2: Yeah. So I gave you the heads up. I was like, hey, so you don't, yeah, you you don't know what, are bed bugs still a thing? or have they Yeah, got they are. Under well, here's the, here's
3: the secret is you get tight with housekeeping and they know everything. Yeah, right. Think about the shit they walk into.
2: Yeah. Mm.
3: Every day. Not even from like guys like us. They talk, they walk into stuff like bodies, dead people, you mm-hmm. know, crime scenes, like complete people shit and you know, the whatever the stuff. fuck else. Yeah. Like people doing fetish shit and renting the room out and bouncing. You know, it makes us look like lightweights and they're like, Oh, Mr. Yeah. Dave, you're, you're, we, we think you're the greatest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very
0: good customer.
3: Uh, cause I keep my shit tight. You know what I mean? And then, mm. cause I figure the more, the more organized I am in my room, the less likely I am to leave something in there.
0: Mm. Were, were you That's guys? True.
2: Were you guys ever in the back in the good old days? Were you guys ever hotel room destroyers? Did you go through that ritual at some point, Stephen?
0: No, it just happens. Yeah, you know, it just happened. It was. It, you day. mean it
2: happened, but it wasn't premeditated. No, right. it wasn't premeditated. You did it though.
0: Well, I mean, you just get sloppy because you were, yeah, you know, out of control. I
3: oh. would say that we were hotel destroyers after the fact, yeah, in hindsight, but we weren't like <laughs> out like, hey, let's be punk rock and destroy a hotel. We just had people over after the show. Mm-hmm. And it got out of hand, and then the next yeah, thing you know, go. paintings are coming off the walls and lampshades are crooked. Anybody and... ever
2: do the TV out the window bit? Nah. I have. You have? You <laughs> have. Yeah, that's
0: you... that, uh, um, where is it? Uh, um, not Brentwood, uh, where the president stays all the time in, in L.A. That one hotel, Hilton? I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I, don't, know. I don't know. He hasn't the he has, Century, City. Hilton? Century City. No, no, Century City. Yeah, he hasn't invited me. <laughs> me either. Yes, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> yeah, I had to do it there. Why? And, uh, I don't know. I just had the urge. Because he was time. resisting the system, eh? and I wasn't on the road. I was just. I used to stay at hotels. Oh, you weren't even on tour. No, I. I had he's a house. Run? He
2: lives here. I had he a house. Was, I would just stay into a
0: at hotel hotels just to
2: destroy it. I mean, I've thrown
3: televisions no. <laughs> out of my own window, out
0: of my house. <laughs> I
2: was going to say what's funny about Stevens is he's born and raised Southern California. He yeah. did it at a hotel here. Why were you even in a
1: hotel?
0: Well, I used to like. Um, I had a house, but I would just always stay did in that. hotels. I do that you all know? the time. And just. Just destroy them, you know, close the bar down at
3: four. In the 90s, know? that was the big the big thing for me was like, all right, you guys can reach me. I will answer my cell mm-hmm. phone and you can get a hold of me, but I'm not telling you where I am.
2: Really? Oh, yeah.
3: For months at a time.
2: And because you were getting high or Fuck something?
3: Fuck yes. <laughs> so, like, the No, deal, you weren't. Yeah, the deal was like to my family and friends, like, here's the deal. I'm okay. And I promised to answer the phone. So you don't have to worry if that's mm. your thing. But if you're gonna worry, then I got all like Alanon on them because I had too much information <laughs> on me. I go, then you're gonna worry. That's on you. You have the choice whether or not you want to choose to put that in your life. And I got all mm. like heady on them. <laughs> oh, but I'll answer the phone. I'll honor you, and I'll let you know I'm okay. But I ain't telling you where I am. I'd be at the Argyle. <laughs> I'd be at the you know at the at the at the Hyatt House, whatever. Just chilling. The riot house. The riot house. The riot yeah. back in the day. When it was cool.
2: Which is now it's called, what, the Andaz or something. This is probably
3: not name. interesting for your listeners, but I've, if you want to get into that Iron Maiden thing, just to squash that once a <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Well, we did the last top 20 was Iron Maiden. Yeah. And you had... Said what a big Iron Maiden fan you are. You claim to be the seventh member of the band. I don't
3: claim it. I am.
2: You are the seventh member of the band. <laughs> they don't know
3: it. They, they, don't, they don't know. They know. They know.
2: So yeah. what? What would be? Do you have a list, or do no, you no, want no, to no, give no. your critique, or like, what would you like to say? All I would like to say about the list is I saw your
3: list, mm-hmm. and I I apologize to you and to the show. I was supposed to submit a list, right? So that was on you. Have me. things
2: going on? I get it.
3: It's okay, but I, I always <laughs> have time to write down twenty things, right? Who doesn't have time for that? So I apologize. So. I get Eddie's master compiled list. My personal list. With the graphics and... <laughs> <laughs> and I what didn't I, do that. Well, My
2: this producer
3: is what it, did. But. This is what Eddie thinks. This is how it should be. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm like, where's the fucking Rhyme of the Ancient Oh, I Mariner? knew where this was going. I was mm-hmm. like, and I texted him right away. I'm like... No Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner? That was the one I got killed on the Albatross most, Falls from His Neck, bro? That's
2: the one I got killed that's on the- That's like even Bruce's favorite song to do. Okay, backing out the fact that I didn't have Rhyme Against, <laughs> rhyme against the Ancient Mariner, were you okay with much of the other list? Mm, once you got into the oh,
3: past Power Slave stuff, I'm
2: out. <laughs> there wasn't even much of that. I know, but was like like wasted, years, like... wasted Years. Wasted Years is a great song. Yeah. <sighs> You know Morello, our our mutual buddy, mm-hmm. who he and I are always at I mean, odds. It's, a, it's any
3: Iron Maiden song is better than most, but for Iron Maiden, if I'm going to judge them against themselves, it's not a great song. What
2: are you on first four albums? Pretty much the whole way.
3: I'll I will I will go up to Power Slave.
2: You'll go through Power Slave. Hell yeah. Okay. All
3: right. And all You got right. Aces High and right. Yeah. I mean, or is that on? Yeah, I think that's on. Yeah,
2: yeah. 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 You're right. All right. All mm-hmm. right. Well, when. But I don't know
3: anything. All I know is like. Don't play with matches is one of them. Yeah. That's a song. Yeah. Go Do ahead. not play with matches. Oh, is that? Oh, what is or that? you'll
0: burn this thing down. <laughs> I didn't you know, know the, that's what he it's, said. A, it's a PSA to Can the I children. <laughs> yes, yeah. oh madness! I'm sorry, madness. Oh, Don't play it. with matches.
2: Let me let me ask you this. So, Dave, you were saying that you, s- you would go see Rat back yes. in the day yes. in the clubs. When was the first your first memory of seeing Piercy and Rat?
3: Well, I saw Rat. In the troubadour, I saw a rat uh, at, the Roxy, at the Roxy. Mm-hmm. This was when I was just in high school. And it was before Out of the Cellar came out. Yeah, the EP, 83. Okay, so it was in 83, right? And then it was, Out of the Cellar was about to come out. And I was there with my high school friends. And you know how Steven is live. And he's like, We got a new record coming out. And you would do whatever your voice is. Yeah. <laughs> <Out of laughs> I cellar, don't even know. Out of the Cellar! <laughs> and we couldn't hear him. We looked at each other. And he's like, it's called Album Seller. <laughs> These guys are really confident about it. And this it is,
0: did. This <laughs> is, yeah, yeah.
3: We were like, this is going to be great. I can't wait for Album Seller. And then it came out. <laughs> album Seller. Because, <laughs> ah, Cellar. And we, we couldn't hear him. And so we went to the store the day it came out, and it was like, oh, out of the cellar. Mm-hmm. Yes, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But, um, so back in those days, I used to go see Rat, and then sadly many years later i ended up in rehab Mm. my roommate was robin crosby Ah. oh interesting yeah so we were we were struggling our addictions together he was a great support a great system of support for me we were for each other actually so you'd become you'd
2: kind of befriended each other oh yeah
3: i mean they stuck us in the same room because we were musicians we had guitars Mm. we were you know we were in you know you know we're in the same field and and they felt that you know we would we, yeah, we would gel, and we did. And um, he was just the sweetest guy. Yeah, and you know, I never, I never knew him loaded. On obviously, I only knew him, honestly, for that month that we spent in treatment together. But mm. um, that was really sad when he went. Yeah, you know? and yes. I, and we yes. just, we just did this uh, Bowie tribute the other night um, with my above ground organization. All the proceeds go to mental health. Mm. And uh, for Rock and Roll Suicide, the last song. We showed all of our lost friends, and oh, Robin, nice. Robin was among them. Yeah, up. Cool. So we gave a little tribute to him about two weeks ago. What year very did cool. What
2: year did Robin pass away? I, I don't
0: know. Believe it was two thousand. Um, yeah, no, I couldn't tell you actually. Yeah, I but think it was ninety-seven. I don't know, Stephen. You, I mean, you we, had I you lost mean we, there.
3: we were in rehab like in the like early like nineteen ninety. So like we're talking yeah. like I don't. I've lost decades of my life since then. So yeah. it's it's hard for me to. To give you a numbers,
2: Stephen, you had mm. said to me on more than one occasion that when Robin went, it that that's what you felt really changed the whole sort of balance of Rat. That it was a mm-hmm. it was a really, yes, of course, a personal thing for his mm-hmm. family and friends. But as far as the band itself, that that was a real sort of uh, game changer for the hit for the path of the mm-hmm. band. Can you elaborate on that?
0: Yeah, well, I I mean, when I heard, I just went for a walk and just said, well, that's that chapter never going to be the same we can go out and jack off you know so to speak and keep the brand going and pretty much did that in many stupid ways Mm. you know i mean we're we're not the most dysfunctional band by any means but we were dysfunctional yeah i mean saying that they're not the most dysfunctional band still means they're dysfunctional (laughs) they're just not the most except now it's a it's a whole new ball game with the new guys you know so you know, how long
2: fan. have you been doing How long is this lineup? You've got a year, year and end, a half. Year and a half. Mm-hmm. And it, you feel good about it? You feel sure. like the fan, the, the fan reaction is good? It's everything's has been great. It's building?
0: Taking small steps because of my knee. Next year will be the full whammy world, mega, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully not the last hurrah. I don't so, see that so, for so a ta-
2: years. it's you and it's you and Juan. We talked about this yeah. a little bit when you guys were at the uh, Rainbow. But, mm-hmm. but talk for those the the listeners that don't know. Talk about the other three guys that are in the band. Now you got Pete Holmes mm-hmm. on drums. Pete right? Holmes,
0: he's a monster from uh, Black and Blue. Black and Blue. Yeah, Jordan oh my God, Ziff. Black and Blue. Yeah,
2: he's wow. crazy. He's crazy
0: good. Um, Jordan Ziff on guitars. Um, now, does
2: Jordan also play with in Marty Friedman's band? Yes. Yes. I don't know if anybody's seen marty play who's come over here he's played a couple times uh, done american tours because marty lives in japan mm-hmm. but he i met, before jordan was with you guys i went to see marty here at the whiskey
0: and he was playing with him
2: and he was playing with them and the thing that floored me is obviously marty's a, a world-class player in his own right but he had another young guy on stage with him playing mm-hmm. guitar who he gave a ton of oh, yeah. leeway to, to really mm-hmm. showcase this guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, not only is this guy unbelievable, but mm-hmm. how incredibly cool is it for Marty Friedman to say, mm-hmm. hey, no, you know what? You, you take, take 20 minutes and go. You know, I'm going to give you this spotlight. And I mm-hmm. mentioned that to Marty, and it's him. It's the guy yeah, in your band Jordan. now.
4: He's crazy.
0: I call him Kid Twist. He looks like a kid. How did you Twisted. find him? You didn't see him playing with Marty, did you? We just auditioned people, you know, and people came and knocking and went through the system you know, at Juan's studio and found him, liked him right away. We went through a bunch of people, and he popped in there and just plugged in, and it was like, whoa. You know what's also really nice about that story, Eddie, that you're telling, is that it sounds like this guy
3: is already halfway there in terms of oh yeah, consciousness, in terms of, like, mm-hmm. understanding that giving back is more important than receiving, and he sees somebody. Marty, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so, like, that's, that's, that's half the game. Yeah. And it took me 25 years to learn that. Yeah. So you you're you're already ahead of the curve.
0: That's yeah, killer. and Chris Sanders on the other guitar, it was eerily it looks self, like Robin when I look that over guy, there.
3: That guy is selfish.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took
2: me a second there. He's he so over any kid.
0: I mean, I met that guy, uh, Chris, um, in Europe at a festival we were doing and I'm like, hey, okay, and here it is. He came to an audition, I'm like, We know each other. And he just worked. I said, That guy's that's him. He's like just like Robin kinda of type guy, except he's not all on, you know yeah. the bad things.
2: Yeah, and now So it's good. You, now, you know, as well as anybody, because you're not dumb by any stretch, that mm. a guy like Dave Navarro and so many others that loved Rat also mm. loved the band because of Warren's guitar playing mm-hmm. and his solos and his playing and what sure. he brought to the band. Have you felt like you're kind of, I'm sure there's still a school of people like, where's Warren, where's Warren? Do you feel like you're getting past that? Or is well, that actually, I do? think
0: they're getting past that. Who? There's not too much questioning from from the fans you know i call them friends fans um that uh they love him, uh uh, the kid you know right so i don't know you know warren's warren you know he's great he's
3: he's uh, one he's one of the most amazing guitar players mm? i've played with him a bunch of times with warren yeah and one of the nicest guys i you know my expanded view without knowing any of the people or the details my my theory (laughs) okay my theory would be that Warren's like you know kind of into his family trip and that's mm-hmm.
0: I I envy that man I don't know <laughs> oh he doesn't know. <laughs> that, know. that's the word that's the story I'm putting out that's the dysfunctional part but yeah. it's all good yeah. you, you know.
3: guys need me as a
2: counselor I'll come in there
0: straight. we do that's
3: you well, thought
2: you're gonna say a third guitar we player. actually tried
3: that seventh Did you're the you really? seventh Iron it Maiden didn't you work. could be
2: the sixth rat Dave
3: yeah I gotta I gotta check with the Bruce and the boys but I'm sure he'll be okay <laughs> with me. sure you're free yeah because I'm also in Slipknot.
2: Oh, you, I did not. You're one of the masks.
3: I'm whatever, however number, however many numbers they have. You're the other one.
2: Yeah,
0: well, you are like the twelfth. <laughs> yeah,
2: how many do they have? I don't eleven. I yeah, don't so know. then I'm twelve. <laughs> eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm twelve. Thirteen.
0: <laughs> um, Any
2: band that has a bunch at least five or more members, Dave is one of them. Well, no, 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 no.
3: I have to, I have to ask to be, they have to be asked to be joined as an honorary member. You can't just claim. Bruce has to invite you in as an honorary member. And that mm-hmm. happened for you with Iron that's Man. That's right. And then and Corey Taylor has <laughs> oh, to yeah. invite you in as an honorary member. And Corey did that. That's right.
2: What, were, these, <laughs> were these some sort of ceremonies of some
3: sort or I'm what not happened? at liberty to discuss that. Yeah, I, like, that's, uh, cut that's your a, wrist and bad blood or what are you That doing? is pushing it and uh, it goes back to the Priory of Sion. <laughs> you don't go there. It goes back to the... You're way
2: too probing now. No, it goes back to Rev, <laughs> Rev- Le
3: Chateau and Priory of Sion and stuff that I can't get into. This is hundreds and hundreds of years old, Eddie. And let's just leave it where it is hundreds of years
2: old all right steven what's coming up with the band what do you got going on
0: um well we're just doing the you know baby steps again Mm -hmm. you know show here show there maybe two or four a month right now that i'm how you feeling with your knees good yeah good i'm about 95 percent okay you know when i we first went out i was about 80 (laughs) you know do you know why do you know why he's having problems
3: with his knees no have you met his girlfriend (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes, I am. That's
0: yeah, right. yeah. That takes to a toll be, on me.
3: Well, I'm just saying, not hard to be weak in the knees around her. Yeah, am right. I
0: right? That's that's fact. I just wrote that. You Sounds can use good, it. That's yeah. a fact, Jack.
2: Uh, have you thought about new music?
0: We are recording new music. A couple of new songs. Oh, See what wow. happens out there soon. How We're far in-
2: along are you with it?
0: I'm in writing mode. I'm sure Juan is, Jordan's.
2: But as far as you've tracked stuff, have you recorded? Oh,
0: we're going to be doing it soon enough. Okay. Soon enough, yeah. Is something
2: out this year, you think? Or? No. No, next, next year, year for the you want, big hoopla. You want, to do a full, you want to do a full album or you no, want to do a few songs?
0: No, we're going to take a different approach. Okay. You know, put a couple songs out there and see what happens. All right. If it's groovy, then we'll go for the full whammy, you know? All
1: right. I'm into it.
0: This fucking rat is not going away. You can't exterminate rats. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> rats going to be we here long. We cannot
3: Technically, rats going to be here longer than we are. That is true.
2: That's that's that's, that's all right. All right, let's get a break. Mm-hmm. We'll come back. I want to get a few more things from uh, Stephen Piercy, Dave Navarro hanging out. And then we are go. going to have, speaking of bands... Bands. We are going to be introducing to the world the brand new supergroup. Let me,
3: yeah, let me just. There's, a, there's a <laughs> few. You know, when you, when you, when someone hands you a demo tape and explains, no, it's
2: not the right mix. It's, it's rough. So you. Yeah. are
3: yeah, we've never played before, so oh, the band is a debuting. We're evolving as you're debuting us.
2: Yes, and I said, so
3: tone down you'll be, the excitement. you will be broken
2: up by the time the show ends. Right? Oh <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> might.
3: We're both dysfunctional like that. But you know, I think we're too old to break up at this point. Like, yeah, fucking like hiatus.
2: No, but I said <laughs> that's on... what you <laughs> hiatus.
3: Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? We don't break up anymore. We go on hiatus right. because we know at some point we're going to get that's hungry. That's called
0: I hate. <laughs> that's called I hate us. I hate us. <laughs> and no, so, I,
2: I gave the backstory before you guys came in about. That I didn't even know I was going to be here, let alone you guys know you were going to be here. And then the idea to jam some songs came through social media when I tweeted that both of you were going to be on the show. And then you, Dave, said, We got to do
0: something. Anything. Because
2: Rat was
3: that that band, like Warren's Guitar Playing and Rat. I bought that record and I brought it home. And, you know, I had to learn how to play guitar listening to that record, trying to figure out how we tuned it down, trying to figure out all that stuff as a kid. So So we
0: started a new band. And the record comes out next week. <laughs> this band? Yeah, yeah. And, see, uh, isn't, it,
3: isn't it? Isn't it ironic that the <laughs> very man who taught me to play guitar I've later replaced? That's right. The new band. That's my English, uh, you know, arrogant <laughs> rock star story. <laughs> and, Ron, and, and
0: And we're already you've huge. You've stolen
2: his lead singer. Yeah. Right. You've yeah. stolen his lead singer. Dude. I
3: remember. I remember the other one. What's his name? Uh, we don't know. <laughs>
0: we forgot about him. Like Spinal Nigel tap drummer. Nigel. Yeah, Nigel. I he
2: exploded.
3: I can't see myself missing Warren any more than <laughs> Nigel. Uh, <laughs> All
2: right, let's get a break. We'll come back yeah. a little more with Dave and Steven. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Talk talk a little bit, Dave. When you first saw Rat, that whole scene that was going on here in L.A. Yeah, Stephen, hmm. you for you it started. What was it started in San Diego? Seventy seven, right? yeah, seventy seven. Right. So it got on your radar a few years later when well, the band I believe was-
3: I saw you guys with Motley Crue at one of the local clubs. Did yeah. you guys play together we with the
2: crew back then?
3: We did a couple. Or maybe there was a, a, San, a, Santa, a Santa Monica Civic show or some weird, like maybe a... We didn't play together that much, which was
0: really odd. There Dan, was Dan there Dan was, Dan Dan was Dan one
3: show that I saw, but it might have been bigger then. But I know that I was seeing both bands. Maybe when there was the Universal Amphitheater, there were shows there. Oh, right, right. You know, so like back in those days. Is there mm. a band... But I also was, excuse me, or I also was the guy who... Um, got to the gig at three in the afternoon and waited to meet the dudes like loading in and stuff there right? you go right. you know what that's what, what i did to van with, with uh, van halen really in, yeah, the, yeah. In 70 yeah, for sure eight that's how you know
2: what you're a diehard man any links, dude did you did you um cross over with van halen at all back in the day or were they already sort of on their way when you? no started? they had
0: just uh, i think i re- started seeing them a friend of mine kept kept uh, telling me to go see this band playing Gazzaris. They play Zeppelin and really good and go see them. And I missed them. And then he said, no, now they're at the Whiskey A Go-Go. It's like the big place. So I drove up by myself and I went, okay, same thing. Go backstage, wait. And I parked my car and I waited and I saw Dave go up the stairs and I yelled at him, hey, you want to smoke a joint? Until my book, you know. And he's like, yeah. And I wanted to meet Ed because I was more of a guitar player, you know, singer guy. Yeah. then and it, you know thanks dave he blew me off anyway after he got the joint and uh <laughs> so he took i went right i'm right going right. to see ed let me tell mm-hmm. you something let me
3: tell you something he did you a favor because <laughs> <laughs> i i met dave and listen i'm a f- i'm a die hard he he'll tell you die mm-hmm. hard DLR Halen only. Yeah. And I love Sammy and I'm friends mm. with Sammy and I've played with Sammy, but as Van Halen, DLR only. I can I can't mm. help it, you know what I mean? And when I met Dave, it was a conversation that was so and I'm a weird fucking guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh I was, yeah, okay, right? But it was so like stream of consciousness and like I He's I, got I can't a lot have of
0: knowledge a, and a lot to say.
3: And I can't have a conversation with him that midgets don't come up in the God. conversation somehow. <laughs> God, I got this video coming out. You got to see it. There's a midget in it. I'm like, all... all right. Uh, you got to
0: own one. You, you, no, I'm not making fun of midgets. But I don't no, want to get do even think you can one. say
2: the word midgets Small anymore. people. Well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, like,
0: come on. I, listen. And here, all right. That
2: ain't me talking. Right. You can say whatever the fuck you want. I'm me All right, let me, let, all
3: right. Me ad, let me address that. Let me address the whole, like, you can't say this. Anymore. Oh, you can
2: say any. That's not well, me. I'm okay, the total let me, opposite. Let me
3: address that, what's going on in, within the. the you know the society today with this, you know this stuff. Or you can't say this, you can't say that, you can't say this, can't. It just our First Amendment is being trashed.
2: It's insane. People man. express their mm. religious
3: concerns or religious beliefs. their, it's mob mentality. After them, it's going crazy, man. Look at our First Amendment. Really read it. Do you feel freedom of speech? Do you feel freedom of religious? Uh, crazy. No, you don't. Mm. It's because crazy. everything you do, there's opposition. If you have an NFL guy come out and say, like, yeah, I say a prayer every time I do a thing. People are like, how dare you push the Christianity on the youth? Like, mm. man, we're allowed to express what we believe, right? Right. So in terms, of, in terms of saying the wrong vernacular every once in a while, forgive mm. me for not instantly knowing, unlearning 40 <laughs> right. years of language yep. in a day. To go with the flavor of the week. I read sorry.
2: somewhere that in in, in uh, I think I believe in San Francisco that they have passed a law where you're not allowed to say manhole anymore. Yep, it's
0: utility. Well, cover no, or that something. yeah, it's not a law, but well, that's it's, yeah, it's a utility God, hole. Oh my God. Anyway, wasn't it's that in way, wasn't that a segment in Wayne's World? <laughs> manhole or toolbox or something? I,
2: I have I have no idea. So I mean, the other thing I is either. like
0: really the
3: thing is like do women really want equality when it comes to the manhole? Like we're really gonna make that? You know, gen, you know, gender. You'll neut- get all these letters. Gender neutral
0: hole. It's not a manhole. It's a gender neutral. hole. It's just a hole. <laughs> like the rat hole. Okay. <laughs> I stay in the rat hole, out of the politics and really I stay genuine. very much in them. Oh, I'm oh, he's all it.
2: Way into it. He's I'm on the right side.
0: It. You're on the left side. I'm not. I'm all not on any center. side. Listen, uh, me either. Here's, here's me the side either.
2: I'm
3: on. I'm on the side of this. If we have a view. We vote. That's it. Mm. I'm not here to hate on anybody's politics. I'm not here to hate on an administration. There's no hate in what I talk about. I just talk about what I see as solutions, mm. and that's it. Let and me so ask- because because you can't you can't alienate half the country. I know. With a statement. Good point. Because those are all people who were allowed and under our constitution able to make a vote. They are they shot outside the box. They lost. But you still got to give it to them for voting and participating. So now what? We're I, still people. We're still stuck yeah, together.
2: I couldn't agree with you more. Le- love let me people. ask you, Dave, on your musical side of things. You, uh, what? What do you? I mean, I know you do. We just talked because you were doing Ink Master. Are you still doing it? What's wh- where are you at now with your projects?
3: Um, Ink Master thirteen just finished. Whoa! And I just wrapped fourteen. I think. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Oh, thir- thirteen just finished airing. And there's one there's one the there's one in the can. Okay. And then
3: we're doing another one. So yeah. That's, wow, that's my amazing, life is very man. busy. So I spend a lot of time in New York shooting that. So I'm actually buying a uh, property in Portland. Really? Uh, yeah, in the middle of a Portland, forest. Portland, Maine or no, Oregon. Oregon? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Spend spend time in the middle of a forest. With nothing but just healing and, and nature and music and art mm. and just a place to get away from the insanity of both cities. But um, how about
2: playing? Are you? you what, what do you got coming? You got any music coming?
3: I'd like to do a solo record soon. It would be artsy and acoustic and not huge, and that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, my days of pursuing... Uh, the cameras and the lens and the lights are are fading you know what i mean so like if perry wants to do a show or if uh royal machines wants to do a show or something sounds fun to me i'll do it but i'm not like i'm certainly not looking to get from the ground up and like you know what i mean well it's it's
2: brutal i mean it's i mean steven you've done a bunch of solo records i mean Mm -hmm. just just trying to get out from under what you're known for as the Mm -hmm. guy from the guy from jane's addiction the guy from
0: rat that's the that's the the misrepresentation I guess people just expect that sound out of you or mm-hmm. or and it it I even when I write solo music it sounds like that anyway because I co-writer or writer of, of, of rap music right, so right. but we have the new band you know the rat addiction that album comes out next week <laughs> and he's I
3: mean, also, we haven't even
0: recorded it yet but it comes out next week
3: also with steven as a lyricist and as a singer that's his art i have a, a you know i don't know what else you do in your own time i know you're mm-hmm. an artist as well but i have a million things that i also turn to that i find fulfilling and right now i'm doing a lot of work with like organizations to bring awareness to mental health and Mm. domestic violence and and feeding in the homeless problem we have like i all i do is if i'm if i'm selling art a portion of that goes to the homeless immediately because Mm. and it actually goes to people on the ground so if someone asks me for stickers or whatever i'm like sure the cost of it is Put a dollar in the next jar. Or if it's safe, hand a homeless guy a, a dollar. You know, right, Don't right. go wandering into a tent city and make yourself unsafe, but do something.
2: Yeah, no, it's definitely a major issue, especially here in California and here in Los mm. Angeles specifically. Everywhere. Let's grab a few calls for Dave Navarro and Steven Piercy. No, they really don't have a new band together. This just kind of happened hey, don't blow. and her. organically, and here they are and hanging out. We're having a good time here on a Don't Monday. blow
0: our dream, man. All right.
2: Well, you never know. Uh, th- things have, uh,
0: you know. We just started. I have never have played in a band. in more
2: interesting ways over the years, so you never yeah, know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Mark
1: in Detroit. Hey, Mark. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Dave. Uh, Stephen Piercy, wow! Um, as a teenager, yes, you were my sir. idol, so this is a unique pleasure for me to uh, to get to talk to you. So, thank you. Um, yeah, a question that I had was: I've always uh, loved your style of singing, like it's more like a vocalization, and I, I wanted mm. to know how you developed that singing style and if you've ever had any problems with it.
0: I always have problems with it, forgetting words, this and that. But you know, I don't know. I just I. I've never taken myself seriously as a singer. I don't... If I might chime in, I think what
3: you he, know, If I might add, I think what he's talking about is if as a listener, mm, it sounds like you're using your vocal cords in a way that would be straining and harmful,
0: but you don't seem to have a problem with no, it. No, it just sounds how well it sounds. Yeah. Well, I'm here's here,
2: what I'll say about that jumping in, talking about his voice. There are these guys out there, when you hear them, you know exactly who it is. Oh, yeah. Super identifiable. So the minute you hear... Yeah
0: steven sing that's like boom you know that's it's a curse too sometimes when the solo music and whatever yeah. else they're like that ah.
2: was there was there somebody yeah. that you modeled your 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 approach as a kid to singing did you was there people you were hearing was, was something that shaped you robert plants but see that that's interesting because you sound yeah. nothing like robert plant i
3: right. hear it yeah. Yeah. i hear it you yeah. do i do yeah i hear it in the high register when he hits some of the high register
0: stuff yeah and yeah. alice cooper and and you know uh um, Eric Bloom, Cult, big fan. Yeah, you're, you're um, saying yeah. no,
3: no, no, no. no, no.
0: Yeah, fucking yeah. Robert Plant yeah, all day. I guess
3: so. Yeah, that that's you say true. It, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> you on. gave it away, Dave. Yeah. Well, I didn't give it away. I just I'm, give it I'm, away. I'm, give it away. I'm, I'm, I'm giving uh, examples of your own story. Yeah. Well, it's
2: not exactly unique that somebody who's inter- you know influenced by Plant or Page or anyone from. Well, Zeppelin I'm actually well. only
3: yeah. into bands that are influenced by them. I, mean, I hate Zeppelin. <laughs> You really? Yeah, but I, like I'm into God. Greta Van Fleet. And, <laughs> oh yeah, and Kingdom Come.
0: Oh, so bad. my whole
3: thing is bands, <laughs> bands that sound like Zeppelin, but aren't Zeppelin. But that I hate aren't. The fuck Zeppelin.
0: Wait, you forgot one? Which one? Um, what's that other band sounded like Zeppelin? Uh, Lenny White or Lenny Wolf? That's Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. Yeah, oh. Kingdom yeah, Come. Yeah, dude. yeah that,
2: he was the singer. Kingdom Come. great sounding record though. Yeah, get it on.
1: Mark, did that answer your question? Kind of. It did, and, and Stephen, if you guys put out a CD, I promise I'll go buy the real thing and not stream it. So,
0: Right on. We appreciate it, but Thank the you. album comes out next week, and then we're, we're only selling it for one day.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Right. So in, in, other words, words, in, in other
0: words, CD's nuts.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Uh, this is Keith uh, in Maryland. Keith is up next with Stephen Piercy and Dave Navarro. What's going on, Keith?
1: Hey, Keith. guys. I can't wait to pre-order the album I Hate Us.
0: <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> uh, I hate us. That's a good title. You um, just titled our new record. I hate us.
1: I hate well, us. When well, you guys were it, I can't take full credit. You guys we were talking about that earlier, so I can't take full credit, but I think that's what you, I'll you it. I'll give you
0: royalties, points, whatever you want.
1: Yeah, Stephen's we'll go with I'm that. that before. Before. Yeah, right. had those conversations. But the album title... times.
2: Just I, take it. I hate <laughs> us. Hiatus is great. Yeah. I hate us. Hiatus.
0: There you go.
1: The new record. Uh, Thank I you. Uh, this, was a, uh, this was a treat, because Rad is one of my all-time favorite bands, and Nothing Shocking is one of my all-time favorite albums, so this is definitely double dipping. Cool,
2: thank uh, you. I, I hope you nice. guys do.
1: Come on again, yeah, really. And well, thank I, you. I, I wonder if Yeah, you know, you're welcome, and I, I wonder if mm. Stephen would uh, entertain the thought of singing A Thing Called Stealing.
2: Whoa, that's Stay, interesting. That is interesting. Oh, uh,
0: Who's that? James, you're, 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 oh, that would be cool. I was actually going to bring it up. If we had more time, yeah, I probably would have the, dwelled into that. put him on that. the spot, but I'd, I'd have to learn it, too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'd
0: have to learn it, too. Okay.
3: For, for the right price, I could
0: remember it.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Check, if please. A, if, if Dave just was playing some E-Normo I mean, Dome gee, right I, now, I uh, yeah, I, I'd whip out, been caught stealing in two seconds.
0: Eromodome.
1: Boom.
3: Sorry, buddy. Another time.
2: Uh, that's
1: all you get. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the next getting. LA visit. Yes. Not a problem.
2: We'll we'll learn it for next time. Yes. Well, we'll all well,
1: right. You, I'll, we, I'll be listening. We
2: have we did we have some like I was saying earlier. If you're listening to the show at the beginning, we have some. We, the boss had some grand plans for uh, you know going forward here. So maybe maybe sooner yeah. than later if it all works out. So. Well, I think, yeah, I Dave,
1: think they should well, work on it too. Even after the show, they should communicate with each other and, and record it. We've
0: we, got it all. We've he already. Wants to we're way ahead.
1: We're way ahead of you. Way ahead of you, man. <laughs> all <laughs> right, hey. I'll, I'll be sending you both a message on Twitter to get updates when I hate it. So make sure that you guys are thank pushing you. forward with that. <laughs> Send it soon because I'm it. about
3: to. I'm about to get rid of my Twitter altogether.
2: Are you really? <laughs>
3: You're zitter. I'm
2: over uh, Thank it. you, Keith, for thank the call. You. Are you
3: really? Yeah.
2: Well, Facebook. Yeah, well, well no, I, I don't, do, I don't well, really do the Facebook. the only reason but.
3: I have Facebook is because that's the only one my dad still, you know, oh, checks. Yeah? So checks up how, on you. That's how he knows what I'm up to. So I leave that for him. But, I, you know, I just, I'm just i checking too many things. Twitter's and, the
2: one that I like. Well, I'll give you an example. That's funny you bring this up because Twitter is the, where I have the biggest following and what I personally like doing the best and where I'm by far the most active, right? And it's where I update everybody what's going on. This is how this happened. Twitter well, is how this happened. Especially
3: for a daily radio show, of yeah, course, it's
2: great. But here's the deal: for the, because my schedule has been so busy, I have not. I used to love going into the mentions and responding to people because you know it's great to communicate with people who care about what you do and have a back and forth. But playing into what you said before earlier about the hypersensitive, you can't say this or you can't say that. There was like, I was on the plane last night. Okay, I got six hours to kill. I finally, I got a chance to talk to a couple of people that follow me. So I go and I click mm. off a few things. And there was a news post about Steve Perry doing another record. Now, Steve Perry mm. was on this show when his last record came out. And all I did was simply respond to that post and say, you know, it's great we got Steve back. It was an honor to have him on the show. He's really going to have to at some point decide if he wants to go out and play live because that's really where the business is if you're really going to advance. Oh, my your God,
3: dude. You said that on Twitter? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. I can't believe it. Was simple, this hot, like, oh, believe it was this how like I could not believe like what just happened? Are you fucking kidding me? Did you start but, a firestorm? No, but no.
3: I got I got shit for referring to men as males and females as women. And someone like Say, ran what? in on me, like, like, yeah, exactly. I don't know, even fucking but, no. But
2: you shouldn't cave to it. Don't shut. <laughs> no, it I down. didn't Just know. Don't look, don't shut. Bro, your I do not look let it me at Let me them. tell
3: you something. I didn't cave to it. I fucking said her straight. And yeah, I said you Listen, here's the reality. Yeah. I'm 53 years old. You can forgive me if, like, you know, in the last five minutes, I've not relearned how to speak. You know what I mean? And, I will and
2: not cave to this horseshit. No, that's I'm not caving out there. Good, stay strong, Navarro.
3: But I'm caving. Tw- i
2: <laughs> Dave Navarro on but Twitter. I, I like I
3: like my Instagram because I can re I can reshare stuff. I can put well, up people pictures. People can write
2: shit on there. Th- I don't really do. It, I don't give I, a
3: fuck about the shit they write. I just don't oh, need just, it to be a slave. I don't
2: want to always have to have a picture.
3: Right, but I don't want to be a slave. I, Look but at for me. your business, it makes sense. <laughs> no, I'm saying for your business, it makes sense. Right. For me, like you know, like. All I can do on Twitter is get myself in trouble.
2: I get a lot it's of my in- news, though, from Twitter, too, like information, things I follow, not even, you know, music-related stuff. So, I don't know. Everybody's yeah. got their thing. Ricky and Marilyn. Just Go ahead, stay Ricky. Stay the
1: light. Man, I am so jealous. Of you. you got two of the coolest motherfuckers right in front of you, man. That is awesome. Thank you, buddy. We are I'm motherfuckers. a fan of both you guys.
2: I think he was Thank talking about you.
1: me and Steven, or uh, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Dave's uh, like, eh. Well, what do you think? What do you
3: think the real story was?
2: <laughs>
1: so, so uh, Stephen, man, uh, you know, Rat and Motley yes. pretty much ruled the '80s. Man, you two, those two bands were the fucking '80s. Everybody else was around you guys, but you mm. and Motley were it, man. Through, through all that, you, you guys. Were I,
0: appreciate the top. I appreciate it. I appreciate. I think um, there were others, but that's you know that's cool. Thanks. No, but you nah, guys were the top. Yeah, there, right. we, we were definitely guys you, you
3: top of the pyramid. Rolled. Everything Thank else, you. like black and blue, everything that came out after that, even Wasp, all that stuff, mm. it didn't come close to the... Interesting. Which is
2: why I always said, and I mean, Stephen, you can speak to this, but mm. to me, it, it bums me out that Rat is not lack of a better term, bigger or more revered in that because Dave's right and so is Ricky. Of that scene in the early mm. 80s, Rat and Motley dominated MTV, dominated mm. the airwaves, and Motley took on this whole other thing where they're, you know, arena act headlining mm. and all this stuff. Do you think it's just because of all the changes in the band over the years? No,
0: we had our, you know, 10 years.
1: Oh, of course you like, did. You know, and, I mean and, now. and
0: now, well, we do some great shows, so, you right. know, it it is what it is. I mean, I don't cry over anything. I no, mean, I'm
1: not it's...
2: saying you do, but there's obviously the, whether it was the, the changes in
0: in you know, all,
2: all the differences in the, the lineups and the different eras. Yeah, you think that really hurt.
0: Mm, maybe later on, but you know, yeah. it doesn't affect me. You know, personally, I mean, I I I don't know. I've done what I've wanted to do. Been you know, killed. You always just you know you are just yeah. I just you know that's why I like doing solo records and doing my own thing to get my yayas out. It's only rat and roll, man. You know,
1: Ricky, you good? Uh well I was actually gonna say I I've, I've been seeing yeah. I'm, I'm friends with uh, Chris Sanders on Facebook
0: oh and, nice uh,
1: yeah I've, I've seen some pictures he's been tagged and somebody's taken mm. some really good pictures but man there's some that are very eerie she's right here um I'm <laughs> Robin Crosby I'm like oh my god dude wow that's that's really weird do you ever look over yeah. and like see him playing or like a certain movie might he's a tall you know blonde long blonde haired guy playing a guitar you know it's just does, do you ever look over and
0: Oh, Your man, answer is Robin. yes, he, well, I have moments, yeah, definitely yeah, he reminds without me of a Robin. doubt oh yeah, even some of his demeanor is is crazy, you know, wow, it just yeah, worked yeah, I that, mean that was, when we was, all five got together, you know.
2: Thank you, Ricky, for the call. I didn't know. I didn't know Robin Crosby. What was he like as a person? I mean, obviously, he had his gentle giant. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He was the sweetest guy, and he just lived and breathed, you know, rap music and our way of life. Quite soft spoken. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And Stephen, a big part of Mm -hmm. the writing in the band too back in the day, right? Yeah, sure. Brought a lot in. Mm
0: -hmm. All of us just throw it in the you know pot and see what happens. And you, know? you
2: were saying earlier, which I, I wasn't really aware of, that you mm-hmm. considered yourself early on in the days of Rat to meet mm-hmm. more of a guitar, guitar player, player singer. Yeah,
0: and you know, meeting up, going back to that whiskey gig, I was excited to meet Ed because I, you know, guitars and amps and we ended up meeting and keeping in touch and going to the shows and I sold him a great Vox 30 you know, that he wanted, a head and, you know, introduced Robin to him and just trade it off. It was a great thing. you know. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do you still play a lot?
0: I play every day. Really? mm
2: mm-hmm. How come you never play on stage?
0: I okay. did on one rap tour when we had just one guitar player.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um, but that's not the trip, you know?
3: Right. Mickey the rat answer to that, was, that question uh, is the girls don't want to see that body covered up with an instrument. Yeah, <laughs> That's the answer. She knows what I'm talking about. But. Especially talks. now. Because. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, You talk bad. about the kings of rock and roll of the mm-hmm. '80s and the scene, and then I'll leave it at that. All there right. you go. All Steve right. looks Thank good. You. Steve he looks, looks great. great.
2: You know what I'm saying? Looks great. Thank you, Greg in Houston. Greg, jump in. Hey, Eddie, how's it going? All good, man. You're
0: good. Hey, hey, I like, like that song. Dave,
2: it's, a it's a pleasure. What's to that? Talk Say to what? Both. Thanks. Um, it's, a, it's a pleasure to talk to both Stephen and Dave. Um, Dave, mm-hmm.
1: I had a question for you. Y'all were talking about Iron Maiden, you being the seventh member earlier. I wanted to see if you could talk a little Seven. bit about that project you did with Twiggy back in the day
2: as Plastic Bachelor.
3: Plastic Bachelor.
2: It's a good name. You had a band with Twiggy Ramirez? Yeah. called yeah, You notice I put Bast- the guitar down to get serious? Yeah, no, Dave's, <laughs> get to, oh, Dave's got oh. something to say. Here you
3: go. Back in the day, Twiggy Ramirez from Marilyn Manson and I. Spent a lot of time together in my house, not seeing daylight. Oh, you say back in the day, how long Yo. ago we we talking? Like two weeks.
2: <laughs> no, how long Yesterday. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I
3: don't, I don't know, like there 95, you go. 97, okay. something like that. And The height
0: uh, of your addictions. Yeah, yeah, With well, the height. Before the height before, of Jane's addiction? Well, no, no, the <laughs> height the before. Dave's addictions.
3: No, before. Dave's addiction. Because as uh, a high-functioning drug addict, it works for a while. And you're like, I'm coasting. It was before the downfall. You know what I mean? Because the downfall is mm. common. This is right at the peak of it working, or what we mm. thought was working, and we spent hours doing a cover band of Iron Maiden at half speed. The no. whole, every song, nice. half time. Wow. Which was... Creepy.
2: Fucking great. Wow. And it went. Did, you, did you record oh, any okay. of it? Yeah, I think
3: so. So it would be instead of...
2: Rathchild?
3: It would be... The but really tuned I down and right. di- that, but that distorted, but, yeah. f- <laughs> but like fucking
4: death oh, metal
3: tuning. Oh, ass! It was just fucking great.
2: Did you record it?
3: I don't know if I can remember or if I can find those. Man, those were those were recording in the days where those computers. I don't even I, I don't
2: even know how I could access those drives anymore. Wow! For you guys, want a little peek into that world with Dave? For people who have not seen the film Morning Sun, which is about the death of your mom, of course, a tragic story. Mm. But one of the things that I remember about that film that struck me, and I remember talking to you about it at the time, is that there's footage. And I don't know if it was Twiggy or someone else in the room taking it, but there's footage of you at the height of your insanity that someone's there shoot, filming you in that state. Who yeah. was capturing that footage? <laughs> in that state. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you got to see it, Stephen. You, you got to see this movie, Morning Sun. I I'm mean, not, Oh, I know what you're hmm. talking about. You're, I,
3: don't, I don't know. I was in a hotel room. Yeah. And I was just, I, I don't know. It was a documentary crew. These <laughs> guys following Jane's Addiction, doing the documentary, and obviously that stuff wasn't going to make the Jane's documentary. And so when we were doing my film, I reached out to him, and I said, hey, you know that... that Found footage from the original Jane's documentary. I need to put in my story to tell a, a real, you know, a real tale of destruction and and hopefully, f- you know, finding the light. Mm. And uh, they they were gracious enough to lend it to me. But I that back in those days, man, it was nice. It was gnarly.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was shocking to watch that in that video in that movie. Last thing, because because we've got to hit a break. How long have you been sober? Well, I don't like to do that
3: because good. You know what Smart. I'm saying? Here's, here's the thing. Is when you talk about sobriety- mm. on a So you're not sober. I know what I'm saying. When you talk about sobriety on a, on a public global scale, mm-hmm. which I think it's dangerous to suggest or not suggest anything because I'm not a clinician, I'm not a therapist, and so I don't want anybody to take a cue from me from what I do. But what I will tell you is I've never been happier in my life.
0: Well, that's you how i'll leave it you know what i mean and you wake up early but
3: that's a fucking great answer too and it was so diplomatically said and i got out of answering it
2: because <laughs> well because my because the reason why i ask that is because when you watch that movie and yeah. you watch the do where I, you I, were oh, how and who, been, who you oh, are now oh, how long has
3: it been since those days oh like 30 years so yeah i mean since i was shooting dope and stuff yeah oh yeah 30 years something like that
2: Thirty wow! Uh, so I mean, I have.
3: I mean, maybe twenty five. I haven't had a needle in my arm for drugs in a long, long,
2: long time. Oh, well, congrats. Maybe man, twenty years. Good. Yeah, good,
3: mm-hmm. good,
2: good. All right,
0: let's. You know, because uh... they
3: came out with oxys, so there's no needle.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, yeah. of course. I'm kidding, of course. It's weed yeah. That's tongue in cheek. How there. do we
2: feel about weed being legal here in, in California? I'm all about it. You're all about it. Oh yeah. The edibles, the whole thing. You guys into it or no?
0: I'm into that sleep mode one, whatever it is, uh, melatonin. That's nah, not you know. weed. No, weed. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, let me put oh, it. I'm trying to be normal. I put I put it to you this way, <laughs> which is not going to happen either way. <laughs> if I was high or not, it's not going to happen. Don't stay, change anything now, Stephen. Please, <laughs> no. let me put it to you. this I way. I like where I'm at.
3: I'm into I'm into uh, I would say new fringe. Uh ways of dealing with PTSD and trauma and treatments of those such things, which is what I do. A lot of that is natural earth healing and weed is one of those things that comes from the from the earth as is psilocybin, mm. things of that nature. But you know, I, I typically don't suggest that for anybody because it's not like you take a bunch of drugs and then you're fixed. You're, I'm talking mm. about set setting, therapist uh, intention, Uh, You know a real like almost a clinical way of going about it how they treat soldiers come back from war with post-traumatic stress disorder It's it's the same thing. It's not it's not a party at some guy's house in Silver Lake at 2 in the morning Oh, I'm gonna Uh. fix all my (laughs) demons. It's not that I'm talking about straight
0: like clinical medication
2: You have any stories about that song coming together lack of communication.
0: That's a Juan Crucier instigation Oh really? Yeah, and I mean, back in, in the day, we would just throw songs in a pile and, you know, make the best of it.
2: So you got you guys wrote more individually and then put it brought it in, or then going in a room together and writing. Was no, we would do we
0: would do that too. Like round and round was written on two cassette decks at Rat Mansion West, um, in like. Was that when
3: you had to use two cassette decks to multi-track? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's how Round and Round was written with Robin right. Warren and myself, because we all live together in this one bedroom apartment. So
2: who brings yeah. in the central riff, the so super well known great riff main Could riff, be though? anybody. I mean, but specifically it, for round and round. Do you know do you remember it?
0: Um sometimes live. Um I, I, You know, I couldn't tell you. It's probably Warren. That, or, that has to be a warrant. Yeah, a Warren riff.
3: Because he showed it to me, mm-hmm. and it's fucked
0: up. Then you know, Robin would instigate something in it, and then I would write lyrics and turn a bet range. You, I'll and... bet you,
3: and I'm, I got to go, so I'll let you have the floor. It's happened before. So the thing is about that, what I contest to, and then when you say who brings in riffs, like a lot of times, and maybe for you, you're just setting up. And you're someone just getting a sound, and someone sung, the singer, or mm-hmm. someone goes,
2: whoa, what is that? And you're like, I don't Correct. know.
3: And then you just make a song out of
2: it. Mm-hmm. Did you know, Round, round and Round, considered it to be the all-time classic Our opus. rat song? Yeah. Did you know it when it came together? Did no. you know it was going to be?
0: Actually, we were doing it live in like late 83, because we were working on it, and we would play it live, but we just it didn't have the bridge. you oh, know. Wow. It didn't have uh, a lot of parts, and then it just... Spelled together in the studio in 84.
2: Dave, Mountain Song, you know. where'd that come from? Eric Avery. Yeah.
3: 100%. Just, it's all bass driven. Yeah. Mm. Which is also- Great tune. If you think about it, there's a Judas Priest song that came out that God. sounds a lot like it. <lış> <ertime sings> a Tesla <exclude> song. <mumbles> that too. There's a Tesla song. Oh, there's a couple of them. <LAUSE> what year was oh, what year is Mountain Song? Mm, had to be written in 85. Oh, hmm. wow.
2: Yeah. And Been Caught Stealing. 90 no for where to come from
3: all right well that was you that was a little guitar part that perry was humming to me what he would do sometimes is he would hum a melody mm-hmm. you know like that and i would have to find where he's coming from so then i kind of in i figured out he was in d like well i'm way out of tune now but i started playing and riffing around he's like yeah 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 that sounds good and then he goes. What if it? Go-? And then and then you started going into what if it goes into something like this, and then you have to stop and figure out what that thing is going to be. And sometimes it comes really naturally. Sometimes it, yep. you bash your head against the wall mm-hmm. for five years, and then it's so simple. And then you realize we didn't need anything anyway. And you, a lot of the Jane's addiction songs are very repetitive because of that.
2: When when the of the really huge Jane songs like Been Caught Stealing, did you know it was going to be a hit when it was done? Did no. you can you can you tell? For you, the songs that were going to be the real—we
3: at that time in uh, in the early '90s, Jane's Addiction, because we came from a very underground, like mm. DIY world, where it was like—I mean, just you guys did it. You know, you made flyers and handed them out in front yeah. of shows and and watched people throw them away in front of your face, and you know, the whole th- guys <laughs> probably stood out in front of your shows handing out flyers. Oh, my God. And then. Um, You know, so for us, we were kind of just this underground thing. We didn't even think we were going to get a record deal. Mm. And if we did, it was going to be on some indie level, like, you know, uh, what was the big deal? Slash Records back then was like the big indie indie label or Sub Pop or something. Right. Then we expected to be one of those, College Radio. Mm. And um, so, yeah, our hits were flukes. Because we just, if you think about Mountain Song and Jane Says, they're both two chords. Yeah. And there's no changes. I yeah. have a question for yeah, you, yeah. Dave. Yeah.
0: Let me take over Ed. Sure. Go ahead. Um when did you guys your first record come out, actually?
3: I think eighty nine. It was a live recorded at the Roxy. Hmm. So wow. it were live in quotes. <laughs> hey, oh like you know, most live records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you see that your your movie thing on YouTube? It's on Amazon. Oh Amazon? Yeah, probably on YouTube as well. I gotta well. check it out.
0: Morning yeah,
2: Sun. M-O-U-R-N. M-O-R-N, yeah. spelled like that. Morning Morning Memory? Sun. Yeah.
3: Yeah, really. Memory bank, yeah, memory over understand.
2: there. Yeah, it's it's guys. I would. It's. I yeah. know you got to go. But Thank first you. of all, Stephen, I mean, we have yes, had a great day. But I got to tell yes.
3: you, it's been an honor for myself. Me too. too. Because I've Pleasure. been a big fan for years. Eddie, you know Pleasure. I love you. I'll do anything for you. And Same here, bro. Thanks. Appreciate for it, me. Thank brother.
0: You man, carry on. These are
2: the best shows when guys just come in and hang, talk. man. So
0: Dave, talk soon yeah, about man. the band. I got you. Yeah, well, you we'll, we'll
2: start to get well, the contract is. in place and we'll work but, out percentages. No, and but the real
3: and. the reality is yeah. that Royal Machines and my above ground organization we do a lot of benefit shows and we're always mm. looking for guys to come in and lend their voices. And and Stephen's one of those guys
2: we would always want to reach out to who we knew go. him. There you go. So now we know him. There you go. Beautiful thing. Uh, Rat continuing to do some shows and uh, Mm -hmm. establishing this new lineup, Mm -hmm. and you said getting ready to do some new music.
0: Yes, so that will come
2: next year. Mm -hmm. So all good stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Let's get uh, Mark in Texas. He wanted to say hello to Stephen Piercy. Sure, go ahead, Mark. You're on the air.
4: Hey guys, what's going on? Hey Stephen, uh, just a y'all. You guys been talking about Robin quite a bit, so Mm -hmm. just wanted to share a memory. uh, Actually, the first show i actually worked on a crew was 1985 invasion of your privacy when you were opening for uh i'm sorry you were the headliner bon Jovi was the opener
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: um and uh robin uh, i happened to be working at a uh electronic store we sold all kinds of like high-end electronic stuff anyway we, we carried alpine stereo and i had an alpine shirt on and it had the slogan, I've got the touch. And Robin and uh, John Bon Jovi walked up to me. I was checking something on the very back part of the stage before sound check. And they mm-hmm. both walked up to me and Robin came to my defense. John looked at me and said, hey, what's, it? what's I've got the touch. What are you, gay or something? And uh, <laughs> Robin put his arm around me and he said, hey, man, leave him alone. He set up our stage, you know, that kind of thing, just clowning with me a little bit. But Robin mm-hmm. seemed like a, Robin seemed like a really, really good guy. Um, he was one thing, I remember, one thing I remember on that On that particular day Was when you guys did sound check, And I see this happen a lot mm. you, you came out and you did about I don't know, you know, bits and parts Of probably four or five songs And one of the songs you did And I think you played it in its entirety Was Between the Eyes But you, it's mm. interesting because you didn't play it that night And I, I thought that, I think it's one of the best songs on the record Back then, but uh, just thought that was kind of cool
0: Thanks. Um, back then, you know, um between the eyes, uh, it might have been in the set.
2: Would you guys uh, would you guys I've seen bands do that though before. They'll come out and sound check something and warm up to something. Yeah. Just something different, not necessarily being in the set though.
0: Sure. Or try a new song idea. You know, is what we're doing now. We're throwing around ideas up there every now and then. I mean Jordan sent me something way cool and you you know, but you're but you're right. You get up on stage, sound check and want to play some line and or what what they just did you know right. half tempo a tune right or a riff and everybody just follows through and hey that's a great idea you know and
4: by the way i just saw you i saw you the last time i saw you was on when you did the uh east meets west tour with extreme back in 09 oh, yeah. i believe and yeah. uh thought, thought it was great uh that was when you had uh warren was there and carlos was there uh, mm. Carlos Cavazzo and I thought that was interesting. Yep. Uh just, just briefly, yeah, I'll get off the phone here, but talk about talk <laughs> no about problem. him for talk about him for a minute being in the band. And Who, Carlos? Guys, appreciate it. Uh, Carlos, yeah. No problem.
0: Carlos, he's yep. a good guy. We actually uh co wrote a couple songs together on Infestation and uh Eat Me Up Alive and and uh Best of Me. Um Real good record corrects.
2: infestation was, I thought, Did Yeah, you it use- was
0: it was it was Almost there. And Warren would probably say the same thing. Almost. You know, we, we haven't had intentions to put it in between or try to hit between uh, seller and invasion well, type yeah, of, of a gig, you know? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, we actually did think about these things, you know, right. sometimes.
2: Right. Um, Let's say hello, hello to uh, Joe, who's in Philly. Yes. Uh, Joe is hey. uh, on the air. Joe, you're on with Stephen Pearson. Joe. How
1: you doing, Stephen? Good hey, what's up uh, real
4: quick i'm uh, I'm pretty good friends with Donnie Syracuse and for those who don't oh. uh, know who Donnie is
1: uh he was one of Steven's yeah. guitar players in arcade and as mm-hmm. you know uh, Donnie, uh,
4: uh Stephen Donnie's a character he told me one yeah. story when he first came out there you were having there was an earthquake I don't think you were home but he was hiding under your dining room table with your dogs right, <laughs> and, right. Uh, do you have Do
1: you have any good stories about Donnie from the road that, that you could share with us here on the air? It would
4: be greatly appreciated.
0: No, Donnie, Donnie. no I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. That band was pretty crazy. We drove Freddy, Fred Corey from Cinderella was in that band. We started it. It was crazy. We were crazy. Freddie, he very, had it together Donnie's a
1: little a bit. Very, Donnie's a very underrated, great guitar player. Donnie smokes.
0: Yeah, he's good. He's really good. He's uh has a restaurant out in uh, his homeland. Yeah, High,
1: high, how high did, Street Cafe. High,
0: high Street Cafe. There's your plug, Donnie. Give me my free, <laughs> give me my free turtle meat that you sell there. Turtle
2: <laughs> yeah, meat. It, it's there like an it.
0: exotic. It's an exotic food place.
2: Oh my god!
0: I don't know if they have turtle meat. Crimpled <laughs> so, monkey yeah, how, meat. Like,
2: Thank you, Joe, <laughs> Thank for the I call. call. I appreciate it. Wasn't Arcade supposed to come together and do a show on the Monsters of Rock Cruise a few years ago? Wasn't there talk of there being a reunion?
0: It. I think that's possible. Still? Yeah. Still no, possible? no, 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 no. Fred's, Fred's locked into his TV and whatever. And yeah. I have so many things going on, but this is, the how did that band is a priority. Co- how did
2: that band come together, Arcade?
0: Fred wasn't doing much, and I wanted a break from Rat. And the Robin situation was, you know, getting a little heavy. So I just, I had to take a step back, you know, and say, stop before we're all dead. <laughs> you know, right. it was nonstop for a good nine years. And um, we just decided, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. Cinderella? No. Let's start a band. It was that easy, mm. you know. Um, It was supposed to be called Taboo first, not Arcade. Hmm. a little trivia. And then uh we just called it arcade and away we went. Two two records on Sony, Epic Sony, and it was good. As a matter of fact, we opened up for Bon Jovi Arcade later around that time, ninety two. Oh, right? Ninety three or something.
2: And then yeah. but, well as the caller mentioned, Bon Jovi opened for you guys.
0: Yeah, on Invasion Tour.
2: On the Invasion. And what yeah. they had just released what, Slippery? Before Slippery um, broke, or was it seventy eight hundred, the album before? It was
0: seventy eight hundred.
2: What do you remember? I believe. What are your recollections of that?
0: It was fun. Yeah. I mean, hey, all we were doing back then is trying to find, at least we're smart there, find the best bands to open up. Right. You know, we weren't, you know, bothered by how good anybody was. We just want a lot of people at the party, you know. Did you have any idea seeing Bon Jovi in those early days what they
2: would become? And did you, did you have any feel where it was headed?
0: Mm, no. You know, we knew they were great. Yeah. You know, good band, you yeah. know. And, uh, you know, yeah, we pretty much called some good bands. You know, it's like Poison when they we had them open up, right. you know. Uh, same thing. We just wanted good bands, you know, good new fresh bands that, you know, got lucky.
2: Of all your years in Rat, do you have <laughs> a moment, whether it be live or on record or whatever, where you feel that was like the... The definitive moment, a definitive memory, whether it's playing for an audience, mm. a festival, a show, where you really felt like, "Wow, this is something beyond what I thought we I could." This was going to happen.
0: Oh yes, uh, headlining uh, Madison Square Gardens. You I know, I was at and, that show and uh, L.A. Forum. I mean, you start doing these big, big venues headlining. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. You know.
2: I remember seeing you guys at the garden. I think it was on the Dancing Undercover record that you did.
0: You're garden, correct. Right? Yeah, with Poison and, Opening.
2: And I remember there was a moment in that show, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't, <laughs> weren't you, didn't a point in the show come where you laid down flat and the lighting yeah. rig came like lower down
0: to just like inches? Right, and in two inches from my face.
2: Wait, yeah. And man. I
0: was just laying there with the mic in between my legs and yeah. it came down and I'd grab it and move like I was riding a bicycle until it picked me up until I went, okay, that's high enough, and then I'd let go, you know.
2: Did that freak you out ever when it was that thing? Of course. Down, that heavy thing coming down in your
0: face? No, that on? didn't bother me. It was like how far, when to let go because, you know, we were like party time back then, <laughs> 24-7, <laughs> you know. You're like, oh, it's not that far, but in fact it's like 20 feet, you know.
2: yeah. Were there any mm-hmm. other any stage mishaps or anything crazy that went on over the no all the time?
0: One spinning his bass, flying over here or there, and everybody tripping all over, Robin falling off stage, walking to the stage, you know, you know trippy stuff.
2: But. And and for people that don't know the story, the the Rat videos early on, a lot of them featured Milton Burrow.
0: A couple of them, couple. round and round and back for more.
2: And that was because it was his nephew at the time that managed you, right?
0: Our manager, uh, Marshall, he was Milton's nephew. Mm-hmm. And,
2: and what, was, uh, what was it like hanging with Uncle Milty back in the day?
0: Way cool. Yeah. Because we would go to those friar clubs with the real comedians, you know, back then, the Sheckys and the, all of them, and sit in the audience at the friar's clubs, you know, and he'd poke at us, you know. It was cool. Yeah, I so you actually
2: hung with him. It yeah. wasn't just he showed up in the video and then split. You actually. Oh, no, no. We
0: actually- hung out, talked. and. Did he
2: ever come on the road? No, no. He could show up at some shows, I bet, though, right?
0: I, I don't remember if he ever did. Because, I mean, you know? back in those he days. He was a pretty much in and out kind of guy. Yeah. Give him a limo, do his thing. All right, you crazy rats, you know, and see you later. So, yeah.
2: because i would think like those videos were so big mm. and so on mtv every five minutes that there were people that weren't even sh- didn't even know who he was right they're just like an, an older mm-hmm. dude in the rat videos it's really funny and i would think that he would walk into a rat show forgetting about it. he'd probably be mobbed if he went to see you just yeah. from the videos if even people didn't know it was milton Burrow.
0: right yeah he was uh quite a character he, on, on the round and round video um uh, Don Letts was producing it or something, and and Marshall. But when Milton went in there, he pretty much created that part right on the spot where he played a woman, yeah, because that was his sh- uh stick, yeah, yeah. in his day, that was his gig, you know, dressing up as a crazy lady. You know, he played both parts, and it was, it's amazing, you know, it was crazy. And he told us, you know, be you know, have fun, don't be, don't take yourselves too seriously. You know, that's why our videos are kind of tongue-in-cheek, you know, here and there. We're not all serious. It's a a party, you know. Did
2: you like making the videos back in the day?
0: Um, You had no choice, but they were fun, you know. I mean, it's crazy because, you know, Rob used to say, all of a sudden we're TV people, actors. all of a sudden we're actors, you know. You have to act, and it got kind of silly. I'm sure a lot of us look back and go, oh, that was fucking nuts, you know. But it was fun.
2: Do you have a favorite?
0: Mm-hmm. I like the live stuff, you know, Mm. we throw in the live footage and those. I
2: always thought Wanted Man looked like it would be fun to make.
0: That was fun. That was fun. We were coming from a gig, and I believe it was old Tucson. Um, And next thing you know, it's 8 in the morning, get off the bus, and you're making a video riding horses. But it was cool because you know we became cowboys, fucked up cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're in
2: love was the one where you, there, someone portrayed you as a little kid, right? Yeah, right. The birthday Mm -hmm. uh, party. Yeah. What do you want for
0: your birthday? Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. it's,
2: I, I don't know about you, man, but I miss the days of, like, now you put out a yeah. video, people go and look at it on their phones. Sure. It's just like, you yeah. know, you remember, I mean, God, rat rat videos were, like, world premiere major events.
0: Uh, actually, I counted them the other day, and I think we did, like, 19 or something.
2: 19 videos. Yeah. A lot of overhead, a lot yeah. of recoupables there, right, buddy? Early <laughs> early
0: days, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: That's the other thing people don't forget. Those things cost money, and you are on the hook for them. You got to pay the money
0: Of back. course. and more money that you never knew about.
2: <laughs> you know? Right.
0: Oh, by the way, we didn't tell you it cost an extra 200 <laughs> Okay.
2: Yeah. And uh, those videos, though, now it's interesting when you see them. I mean, they're still around. You see them yeah. um, mean, casinos and stuff. You'll see yeah. all the old videos pop up on the mm-hmm. screens at, like, a Hard Rock or something. Sure. It really takes you back to that time. I get a kick out of seeing them again. And
0: then, throw, you know, and then the videos we did for movies, you know, like Point Break or... Uh,
2: Nobody Rides for Free, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then we did oh god all kinds you know we had a few movies with uh videos in there
2: man, i love that song actually nobody writes for free it's a great mm-hmm. tune well listen man this was yes. too much fun we started a new yeah. band today
0: yeah and it sold a million a records bit. yesterday <laughs> and we're breaking up when the record comes out
2: navarro's already in a dispute he's at a, his agents <laughs> up the street you're know, fighting over name ownership Yeah, and and, his,
0: uh, yeah and merch by These the way, I shouldn't me.
2: even be joking with you about this
0: cuz this is oh, God. all of this oh, is way yeah, too yeah, close to home. Yeah, for let's you. not go there. <laughs> so let's forget that. That was like a nightmare <laughs> that finally <laughs> ended, but it, we're in a beautiful place now and it's fucking way cool <laughs>
2: i mean i'm joking about this stuff but steven's lived this more than yeah. one time over with more than one per- different person so yeah there's no uh, secret there so it's rock and roll man yeah, it's rock and roll so mm-hmm. but these are my favorite shows when everybody just comes in and hangs nobody would like a heavy promo agenda uh, just talking sure. rock talking about history and even great that we got dave to jam a little bit with you that mm-hmm. sounded great it was a lot of fun so yeah. anything else you want to mention before we wrap up
0: well if you go to the website uh the ratpack.com the dates are up We're- adding a few more uh, or a handful more before the end of the year and then prepare for 2020.
2: So next year is where you're really going to take it out and maybe Worldwide. have some new music and really yeah. go out and play around the world.
0: Yeah, all I'll right. be 100% and you know walking a fine line, fine straight line, and it's all good.
2: Good, good, good. Well, mm-hmm. take care of those knees and yeah. uh, everybody go to ratpack.com. Yes. As far as me, I'll be back here live from L.A. again tomorrow, starting at Yay. 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. I am not sure, and I don't think we're sure quite yet, if I'll have a guest or who that guest will be. Maybe there will be one. Maybe there won't be. I don't know. We'll know in the next 22 hours. When I know, like everything, <laughs> I'll tweet it out at you and let you know what's going on at Eddie Trunk. Yes. Well, that was a lot of fun. And unfortunately, we had to cut off the song there. We can't obviously have published music here on the podcast, but... Uh, if you have SiriusXM, listen on the app, or if you listened live, you heard the stuff that went on there as those guys jammed. It was just a short little version acoustically of lack of communication that Dave wanted to do, but it was a good way to wrap up that interview. And I thank both of those guys for coming in, and I thank you for listening to the Eddie Trunk Podcast, which is new every Thursday, Podcast One and Apple Podcast. Thanks to Katie Irizarry. She puts it all together and produces it. And remember to follow me on Twitter, at Eddie Trunk, Instagram, at Eddie Trunk, fan page on Facebook, at Eddie Trunk, and of course, eddietrunk.com, which is the official online home. All of the appearances are up there on the homepage. I'll be coming to Tulsa this weekend, Saturday night, last in line at the IDL Ballroom. Come on out and see me and see a great show if you happen to be in that area of the country. Have a great week, and I'll catch you next Thursday for another all-new episode. And if you're in the U.S. or Canada, hope to catch you every day on SiriusXM Volume, my show, Trunk Nation, live daily, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Have a good one.